is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Zig Sauer Studios on the Fort Worth Armory. Platinum microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. 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 All right, here we go. Hour two, Armed American Radio's daily defense in the Sig Sauer Studios on the Fort Worth Armory mic for you. All of it presented by X Insurance. If you're watching the video stream, that is courtesy of Lead Slingers Whiskey. We appreciate that very much. Greg down in Dallas, Texas, running the boards, doing all the production, pushing all the buttons that light up like really cool stuff in the mothership at Salem Radio Network. How are you, brother? I am doing fine. So a good hour with Paul Markle, student of the gun, in the previous hour. We'll have that podcast up shortly. Any comments on what you heard? Because Paul asks the questions that we need to be answering in our own heads. I don't know of any other way to put it than the way he puts it. And that is, how do we do this? What do we, he, he provides you the answer. He tells you what the implication is by not taking action. I don't know. Your thoughts? Uh, no, I, you know, he covers everything pretty well. And uh, typically what he says is something very close to what I would say. Um, I'd only like to add to the conversation about the food processing plants a little bit. I have seen a couple of news stories of similar occurrences happening at major processing plants in Europe as well. So In Europe as well. Yep. So the world is... I, that, I was, that I was unaware of that. But it is really unnerving. What's happening here in the United States? When you see these things line up, they are not coincidence. Greg. It, it's incredibly unusual for this kind of a thing to happen, especially a hundred times in the past eighteen months, and not get any coverage whatsoever. Zero. Very, very unnerving. Yeah, and, and there's Just a the lot. It's not a lot of like what he had started to talk about as well with farmers. There's a lot of farmers in this country that are being paid to sell their farms and they're selling yeah. it off to, uh, to government Chinese. entities and to the Chinese and to Bill Gates. And it's uh boy, every day that one question that we continually talk about that Americans may have to answer that they don't want to gets a little bit closer. Yeah. Uh, oh Yes. That's a different show. Yes, it is. Paul could have taken me down four different. I, we could easily have had him for another hour or two. Yeah. With with and what I love about Paul is you don't really need any notes. You're gonna. I, I speaking of notes, I took copious notes while Paul was chatting because he kept going down different rabbit holes that I wanted to follow up with. And of course, the hour is too short. We didn't get to all of them. But hey, that's what makes it fun to have him back, right? Yep. All right, Ammo Land. Let me go to Ammo Land. I love Ammo Land. I've been writing for Ammo Land on and off for better part of 15 years, if not longer. All maybe. right. And believe it or not, Ammo Land is one of, if not the largest, most widely read pro-gun, pro-rights sites on the Internet. The hits are huge. And you know that David Cody writes for Ammo Land. Yep. Uh, Lee Williams puts his work up on Ammo Land. Dave Workman goes up on ammo land i'm up on ammo land today ammo land gets a lot of work and it gets a lot of attention a couple days ago on the third i was perusing my alerts and i got the following headline postal service spying warrants serious response 
So I thought, hmm, wonder what that could be about. I don't know. It was written by a gentleman by the name of Harold Hutchinson. Now, for transparency's sake, I don't know Harold. I have nothing bad to say about Harold at all. I don't know him, but I don't like this column. All right. So let's go into it, because I was later asked to, or I felt necessary, and asked if I could write a response. And I was told, we would be upset if you didn't. So I did. So we're going to cover that today, because it's worthy of it, and boy, is it ever. As a writer, I didn't know where he was going here. He shifted gears in the middle of, of, of his prose that just didn't make sense to me. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I think you'll understand what I'm talking about here in just a moment. But even more important than that, the structure was the content itself, which seemed to be, to me anyway, to be diametrically opposed to the direction he should have gone. I'll explain Let's start with this. He mentions reports that the U.S. Postal Service was, Greg, engaged in surveillance tactics and techniques of pro-Second Amendment activists. Now, specifically referring, I don't know if you recall, listeners, you may recall, the January 18th, 2021 Lobby Day in Virginia. Do you remember this a year ago? That's where the tens of thousands of gun rights activists, Greg, converged on downtown Richmond, Virginia, when Northam was getting ready to or had already passed three gun control bills that he promised he was going to get signed, and he did. And the Virginia Citizens Defense League went berserk and did what they do better than probably anybody else in the country, and they successfully mustered tens of thousands of gun owners, not just from Virginia, but from across the country to converge. This was a big topic on Armed American Radio at the time. I did not know until I saw this column from Herald that the U.S. Postal Service, Greg, was engaged in surveillance at that event and of subsequently, I understand, of the activists themselves. Greg, why would the Postal Service, do you think, be involved in surveilling gun rights activists? Uh, you know, it's a good question. I guess they can kind of keep an eye on packages that show up in the mail. And uh, seeing as though that they have been buying up ammo themselves, uh, there's a lot of things that they could be up to that are outside the scope of what we can, could consider their duties. Hmm. But, hmm. Well said. Well, that's what I was continuing to read for. I had assumed that I was going to be led down that path about why the Postal Service would be involved in surveilling individuals and the rally itself. Didn't seem to make much sense to me when Harold said this, and I quote, first of all, the surveillance of participants in peaceful protests is beyond the pale. There is no justification for it. That being said, one of the incidents referenced was the, quote, peaceful armed protest at the January 18th, 2021 Lobby Day in Virginia. And Harold continued, and I liked the direction this was going at that moment in time. Should pro-Second Amendment leadership control Congress, there needs to be some serious oversight hearings and some serious consequences for this surveillance, most likely through the power of the purse that Congress has. Second Amendment supporters should write their senators and representatives to demand this happen. 
Anything in there that you don't like so far, Greg? Talk to me because there's a method to my madness. Tell me what you think. What did you just hear? Hmm. I, it's all good, right? It's yeah. all positive. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm just trying to see if I can make out anything nefarious out of the language that's used, and I am. Uh, I'm kind of reserving comment to hear what else follows. You're drawing a blank like I did at that point. I thought, okay, I, okay, let's get into the meat of this. Yep. What happened? Why was the Postal Service involved here? Let's let's dig into this. And then the writer, Harold, continues, this is crucial. The Postal Service will be hiking rates to try to address potential losses of 60 to 70 billion over the next 10 years. It's time for them to focus on the core mission as opposed to following political whims. And I thought, okay, now we're going to get into what happened. That's when the writer took a hard left turn and merged right into the left lane. And I thought, hmm, this doesn't seem to make much sense. Why are we going from that to this? That being said, it may also be time for Second Amendment supporters to rethink open carry protests. While there are some media outlets that give us a fair shake at a minimum, the vast majority of them don't and will paint such protests in a bad light. And the rest of Harold's column goes on to tell us that we need to be really careful as Second Amendment activists because we might draw the ire of the mainstream media. And I make that funny face on camera and put my hands up to my mouth like, uh-oh, really? We're really going to draw the ire of the mainstream media? Have we ever gotten a fair shake as gun owners from the mainstream media? Greg down in Dallas pushing the buttons, doing all the cool work in the knock? Have we? Have we? I'm waiting for an answer. Have we ever gotten a fair shake, Greg? Have we? Have we? Absolutely not. Do you ever think we will? Nope. Do we expect to? Uh, We would hope. Hmm. When we come back from this break, I'm going to go a little bit deeper, and then I'm going to cover for you my response. But before we do that, he continued in the left lane. As a pro-gun writer on one of the biggest pro-gun sites in the country. We've seen that happen with pro-gun writers before at Ammo Land because Ammo Land does what I love. They publish even some opposing opinions, and I think that's great. But I get to use my free speech to shred it. We'll be right back. If you can't have dinner with them, how are you supposed to have a country with them? America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. 
Armed American Radio listeners, I'm proud to announce a new partner here on the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Program, Revelation1911Armory.com. Family owned and operated, the family started the company in order to protect our Second Amendment rights, and it's grown into a full-fledged online business. We want everybody to be able to exercise and express their God-given rights. Revelation1911Armory.com does that. What's available for you? Ammo, handguns, rifles, shotguns, magazines, accessories, and more. Revelation1911Armory.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back indeed. Mark Walter, Six Hour Studios lit up for you. Fort Worth Armory, Mike on Fire. Video brought to you by Lead Slingers. The whole kit and caboodle, the whole shebang brought to you every day by that great company, X Insurance, just down in Florida, taking care of their insureds. Like no other company can, I promise you. On the ground, working with them yesterday and heading back again tomorrow, but uh, every one of their crew down there is okay. That's good news. Greg, we discussed briefly this story yesterday, and I didn't have enough time to go into it Yeah, in great detail, which is why I wanted to cover this a little bit, a little bit in greater depth today 
because I, you know, the postal service thing is is a is not a new story. Harold's not the first one to write about this, but I, it was just a reminder. I hadn't heard about this in a while. I mean, let me go back into this. When the article just completely went off the rails, and take a listen to what I mean. That being said, it may be time for Second Amendment supporters to rethink open carry protests. While there are some media outlets that give us a fair shake at a minimum, the vast majority of them don't and will paint such protests in a bad light. And before we went to the break, I said, is the media ever not going to give us anything but a bad shake? No, that's what they do. This is nothing new to us. We've been getting a bad shake from the media for decades, dare I say. But I like way Harold said, some will say there goes Harold the FUD again. Now, he said that, not me. But there are some objective conditions here. The media climate, while it's not as bad as it was, is still generally hostile. If Jonathan Turley is right, and he links to Jonathan Turley, then the media landscape will grow even more hostile in the coming years as calls for discarding balance in favor of propaganda increase. And Harold continues that they might not specifically or explicitly go after Second Amendment activists right now. But what happens when Trump's not around anymore, Greg? And screaming about Trump doesn't work. It's going to get worse. Mm -hmm. And he says, and I quote, the fact is Second Amendment supporters must factor media coverage, potentially hostile coverage, potentially (laughs) into their (laughs) potentially hostile coverage Uh into their plans. And keep in mind, they have no control, meaning those of us gun rights activists. We have no control over who shows up to cover a protest that's announced. Oh, no. There's also the fact that Merrick Garland's Justice Department, according to Harold, has already gone after parents who protested certain things taught in their local schools. We also know that the Biden admin is very hostile to our Second Amendment rights. Then there's the fact that banks could decide to financially deplatform Second Amendment supporters. Here comes the now walk with me here. We all know what it means if I say to you, if someone says to you, I should say, I support the Second Amendment, but but we all know what that means. What does that mean? Yeah, here comes the contradiction. You don't support crap. Yep. Harold says, this is not to say we don't advocate for our rights, but. Oh, boy. But it is saying there needs to be a lot of thought into how we advocate for our rights in the present climate. Otherwise, it's going to be harder to defeat anti-Second Amendment extremists via the ballot box at the federal, state, and local levels. Well, I was asked to respond to this, and I took the opportunity and my column is now up on ammo land today and it is titled second amendment activists now is not the time to retreat hold the line now i'm going to be very transparent here that was not my choice of a headline my choice of the headline and i understand that's why they have editors was postal service spying warrants serious response here it comes (laughs) my serious response was not about postal service but to herald for his column and his suggestions that somehow we stand down and we need to be really careful. And what he was telling us in no uncertain terms was we need to appease the media. Watch out. We're not going to get a fair shake. We better start paying attention to how we act. The media might not be nice to us, to which if you're watching me on camera, I say this. No way. Really? Say it ain't so. So I guess if I use that logic, I should just back off 
on Armed American Radio because I have to be worried about media matters pending something I don't like or doing an interview with someone who doesn't like what I had to say or hearing a BBC host when I'm doing a live television hit on the BBC say something along the lines, and this is true. America has a gun problem. My next guest hosts Armed American Radio. I mean, Armed American Radio. That pretty much says it all, doesn't it? Mark Walters, thanks for coming in and taking the heat. Armed American Radio. We're not going to get a fair shake. I love Ammo Land News for many different reasons, I say. One of them is that it's chock full of talented writers whose insight and commentary provide research triage. You hear me talk about that every day. As I prepare each day's Armed American Radio broadcast. Another is that the editors from time to time, as I just mentioned, Greg, will print these types of columns guaranteed to be controversial to what is a staunchly pro-gun readership, correct? Yeah. Yep. Did you hear did you hear controversy in that column from Harold? Obviously. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's interesting because they are telling us to be careful as if we are not careful almost in any interaction that we can have. And even when in the face of hostilities, we are still calculated with our movements. We are still calculated with our responses and we are still ca- calculated with some of the articles that are written and they still feel the need to tell us to be cautious with how we respond while they're the ones constantly flying off the handle. And we need a pro-gun guy in a pro-gun forum telling us that we need to be careful. I, I referenced the movie Hamburger Hill last week, remember? Yep. The Vietnam flick. True story. But I remember the dude coming down the bottom of the hill wounded, and as he's being carted off to a helicopter, he says, we've been up and down this hill five times. And they still don't think we're serious. How many times have we been up and down this hill? Mm, right? Boy. And the media still doesn't think we're serious, right? Yeah. So let's do a former Governor Rick Scott, now Senator Rick Scott, and capitulate to the media. Because by God, we don't want anything written about us that might not be nice. Let's oh. just give in. So... I can't lie here. Angry Mark came out of the box when I read this thing. And then when I reread it and reread it and knew I was going to talk about it today because I wrote a column about it, it burned me up. How could anyone propose from this side that we need to be really cautious? I mean, you know, the media, we, we don't know who's going to show up. We don't know what they're going to write about us. You know, mostly Gosh, peaceful. Honor, if we don't do it their way, because that's appeasement. That's Neville Chamberlain all the way. Go ahead, Greg, as we go to the break. I was just going to say, because we're the ones that are responsible for mostly peaceful protests and mostly peaceful uh, rioting going on outside of houses of, uh, of Congress. You know, we're the ones out there doing insanity, you know, for an entire summer. January 18th, by the way, was the Lobby Day in Virginia. The media said 22,000 people. I'm going to tell you right now, it was 60,000 plus. They just didn't want to tell you that. It was huge. Tens of thousands. The city of Richmond was left cleaner than it was when the pro-rally, pro-gun rights rally began. And it was peaceful. Wait till I tell you who the only person was that one day that was arrested. We'll be right back.
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. AAR listeners, you're tuned in to personal security. It's why you carry a gun or maybe own a fire extinguisher. Why wouldn't you do the same with the financial assets you've accumulated over the years? Cornerstone Asset Metals is managed by accredited asset management specialists that serve your needs in protecting and preserving your wealth through dedicated, customized strategies just like they do for me. Founder and CEO Terry Strake and his team are here to serve you. Visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com for more information and to talk to an advisor. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com for more. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Armed American Radio listeners, I'm proud to announce a new partner here on the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Program, Revelation1911Armory.com. Family owned and operated. The family started the company in order to protect our Second Amendment rights, and it's grown into a full-fledged online business. We want everybody to be able to exercise and express their God-given rights. Revelation1911Armory.com does that. What's available for you? Ammo, handguns, rifles, shotguns, magazines, accessories, and more. Revelation1911Armory.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. 
following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. I, I have a sugar-free Red Bull here if you're watching me on screen. I had a lot of Defender Coffee today, Greg, a lot. And right. I didn't drink the Starbucks that I had fun ordering with my wife for $8.47 or something stupid like that. But it was worth the 8 bucks to get the laughter. Okay. Sometimes a good gut laugh is worth it, right? Yeah, sure. I've paid a lot more to go to a comedy club. Yeah, and probably a lot more <laughs> not for, laugh to for a movie that wasn't funny. That's a fact. That is a fact. If I sound like I've uh, got marbles in my mouth, it's because I have a cough drop in my mouth. I'm starting to feel a little cold. Come on, Greg. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hey, you know, I'm a COVID super dodger. All right. My wife would tell you right now, you are not. I am. Because you remember me telling you that I guarantee I had it at SHOT Show all those years ago? Yeah. Well, I can't guarantee that because the the I, there was no COVID test at the time, right? Yep. And when the antibody test did come around, they said, you don't have any antibodies. But they also said, we don't even know what we're looking for right now. That too. So I don't know. I don't know if if I did or not. But So I'm just going to, because my wife has never had it. And I, you know, my kids have had it. So my wife and I are super dodgers, and she laughs, and she goes, you said you had it. You're not a super dodger. I'm a super dodger. Did you know there's a phrase out there called super dodger? Have you heard of that? No, I assumed it was something you made up just a few minutes ago. No, maybe she made it up, but she said to me when she came downstairs this morning, she said, did you know I'm a super dodger? Mm. I said, what are you talking about? Since when did you become an L.A. Dodgers fan? Yeah, there you go. I had no idea what she was talking about. Let's go back to Harold's column and, and my response, because uh, you have to. When you see, now Harold called himself, he said, see, some people are going to say, there's Harold the FUD at it again. Well, that telegraphs to me that Harold's been called a FUD before. I, I don't know Harold. Like I said, I have nothing against Harold at all. I'm simply taking issue with what I read. And I'm going to point some things out as I really go through this next segment, paraphrasing my response, and I think you'll enjoy it. Because I feel certain you feel the same way, listeners. I, I'm sure you do. In it, in his column, you at what I just quoted from a few moments ago, he brought attention, Harold did, to the unwarranted and politically motivated surveillance of gun rights activists, and he did so by focusing specifically on January 18th, right? Yep. That's what it was about. But then he made that left turn. He, But he was spot on when he said, should pro-Second Amendment leadership take control of Congress, there needs to be some serious oversight hearings and some serious consequences for the surveillance most likely through the power of the purse that Congress has. Second Amendment supporters should write their senators and representatives to demand this happen. I, he's spot on there. However, painfully, Harold, should, he should have stopped there, but he painfully did not. That's when I said, for whatever reason, he took a hard left and just kind of merged into that left lane of the gun grabbers. When he said, that being said, it may also be time for Second Amendment supporters to rethink open carry protests. Media's not going to be nice to us. Blah, 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 blah. Media outlets will paint such protests in a bad light. Well, there you have it, I said. The media won't like us, so maybe we should rethink peacefully get peaceful gatherings to support our rights. We certainly wouldn't want the biased liars and charlatans at the corporate media to be upset with us, would we? Boy. We don't want them upset. No, go ahead, Greg. Uh, just I was 
being sarcastic. Oh boy, don't let don't, I don't want them to be uh, be angry at us. Oh, I'm shaking. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, hold on. Those are my knees knocking, but not really. That's just me banging on the desk telling you it's my knees knocking because I don't care about the media. They don't worry me. We certainly wouldn't want them upset at us, corporate media. We don't want them writing bad things about us, would we? No. Except, except when the corporate media and the gun-grabbing politicians, such as, remember, former Governor Northam at the time, are forced to actually report the fact that the organized armed gun rally was completely peaceful. And according to a local ABC9 or whatever it was in Virginia, went off without a hitch. And Northam himself declared, today showed that when people disagree, they can do so peacefully. In fact, only one arrest occurred with a 21-year-old woman, guys. I mentioned this before the break. Here's the only arrest. A 21-year-old woman who was charged with one felony count of, get this, drumroll, of wearing a mask in public. Uh-huh. Whoa. But actually, now you get charged with something if you don't have a mask on in public. How the how about the irony of that? Yeah, it's really a time warp there with them writing. A Isn't t- that weird? Oh, January gosh. 2021. She was arrested and charged with a felony for wearing a mask in public. Hmm. That irony was not lost on me. But Hutchinson went further when he said there's also the fact that Merrick Garland's Justice Department has already gone after parents who protested certain things taught in their local schools. We also know that the Biden administration is very hostile to our Second Amendment rights. Oh, 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 oh. Wouldn't want them coming after us. We don't want to do anything to tick them off. But here's what Harold failed to point out, and I did. He failed to point out that those Virginia parents who stood up to the tactics of the leftist goon squads won school board seats, ousted the Democrats, and retook the governor's mansion and shut the loudmouth woke boneheads right up, didn't they, Greg? Yep. Here's what we saw in Florida. We saw the same thing happen in five Florida counties, including Duval. That's outside Jacksonville, Miami-Dade, Sarasota, Clay, and Martin counties. When, and I point to and quote National Review, because it was such a great quote to add, multiple school boards across the state of Florida flipped conservative on Tuesday thanks to a groundswell of parental rights activism and GOP turnout. Gee, maybe they should have just stood down because they certainly don't want to draw unwarranted attention from the FBI and the media and Merrick Garland, do they? No, of course not. No. So to follow the logic from the pro-gun writer, well, we need to be really careful. And we need to reconsider having those protests, which were completely peaceful that even the governor had to admit were wildly successful and helped turn out and drive the vote that flipped the governor's mansion from gun-hating Northam to a man, Yunkin, who actually ran on a pro-Second Amendment platform and won. There's that. They didn't do that, listeners, by rethinking their protest strategy or shying away 
from their protests. Rather, what they did was they got louder and bigger and won. You do not win when you appease the media. They win. But wait, Greg, do we have enough time or do I have to take this to the break? I think we can, if you get it out quick, let's get it in. There's one more from the author. This is not to say that we don't advocate for our rights, but remember, I support the Second Amendment, but but it is saying that there needs to be a lot of thought into how we advocate for our rights in the present climate. Otherwise, it will be harder to defeat Second Amendment activists, extremists via the ballot box at the federal, state and local levels. Bottom line here, guys, when we come back from the break, I'll wrap this up for you. Then I want to tell you about an ingenious guy who made lots of quote unquote ghost guns and what he did with those ghost guns. Greg, did you hear that story? Yes, I did. It's amazing. Oh, I love so it. you know where I'm going, right? Yes, I do. I love it. I'm going to say this when we come back. I'll wrap up the we should appease the media nonsense and go to this just brilliant guy who I am actually really shocked that the left didn't try to go after for some type of fraud or something else. And you'll understand what that is when we come back. But I think you'll cheer. It was it was an in-your-face, yay, 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 rah, rah, rah moment from a guy who has the entrepreneurial spirit and the wherewithal and the guts to follow it through. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, Six Hour Studios, Fort Worth Armory Mike, all brought by X, a video by Lead Slingers. We'll be back. One more segment live after this. Don't go away. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Armed American Radio listeners, I'm proud to announce a new partner here on the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Program, Revelation1911Armory.com. Family owned and operated, the family started the company in order to protect our Second Amendment rights, and it's grown into a full-fledged online business. We want everybody to be able to exercise and express their God-given rights. Revelation1911Armory.com does that. What's available for you? Ammo, handguns, rifles, shotguns, magazines, accessories, and more. Revelation1911Armory.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. 
AAR listeners, you're tuned in to personal security. It's why you carry a gun or maybe own a fire extinguisher. Why wouldn't you do the same with the financial assets you've accumulated over the years? Cornerstone Asset Metals is managed by accredited asset management specialists that serve your needs in protecting and preserving your wealth through dedicated, customized strategies just like they do for me. Founder and CEO Terry Strake and his team are here to serve you. Visit CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more information and to talk to an advisor. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, one more segment left in the program today. I'm going to wrap up the Harold Hutchinson column. Because we do not win, Greg, by standing down. We do not win by appeasing a biased media that hates us. We do not win by capitulating or even seemingly giving one inch to gun grabber groups, nor do we do that to anti-rights politicians. As who did? Cornyn did, Graham did, and what, 13 others, I believe? Yep. In the Senate did? Uh, yeah, totally. Didn't get them nothing. And by the way, that's really effective, Bill. Isn't it? Have you seen crime dropping in all the Democrat-run cities since that bill passed? It's The numbers are just falling off a cliff. Staggering. The numbers are so great. They look so great in the Democrat city since that bipartisan gun control bill passed. I just don't know what to do with myself. I don't have a show anymore. I'm telling you. I mean, it's wiped out everything we talk about, that gun control bill. Not a single thing to talk about anymore. Nothing. Because of that bill. It's really something. That's how, that's how effective gun control is. Oh, just, Guys, just, of course, we're joking. Go ahead. Just amazing legislation. Just amazing. <laughs> You know what gets me so angry? Remember that dude? Uh, guy, somebody in the chat before told me. You know me what, makes you know me what gets me so angry? You know what makes me so mad? There's a guy in Dallas who used to do that back in the 80s, and um, I forget what his yeah, name the was. Guy, yeah, I forget what his name is. If somebody in the chat remembers, let us know. 
we here's how we win. We win when we stand up. We win when we get louder. We win when we get stronger. We win when we never back down. We win when our peaceful rallies get bigger and ever more powerful. We win when we tell them we will never give in to their un-American demands. And we win by fighting harder than they do. And we win by doing it in their faces. Now, of course, I took a lot of what he said personally, really because of this show. What should I do? Should I start being nicer to him? Should I start saying, well... Maybe it's not so bad that they want an expanded background check. I mean, really. They said, that's all they, that's just, it's common sense. Except we know better. And I go back to the proof being in the pudding. If the parents who were ticked didn't get bigger, louder, more vocal, and angrier, and rise up and become more powerful and become more visible, they would have never flipped those school districts. Virginia would still be run by a bunch of Democrat losers and gun grabbers. And those gun owners that stood up at that peaceful rally that numbered in the tens of thousands, had they not done that, they would have lost. We won in Virginia because we didn't do what Harold Hutchinson suggested we do. So I applaud Ammo Land for printing that. I, like I said, I don't know Harold. I hold nothing against Harold Hutchinson whatsoever. But I take issue with the column and his premise and what he wrote. And I thank Amoland for giving me the opportunity to put my response in print. Not that I needed to. I mean, I can do it here, right, Greg? Yeah, absolutely. Down in Dallas. I mean, can't I, right? Can't I? I don't see why not. And I think the guy you were talking about was Earl Pitts. Yeah, that cold. I'm getting a cold. Oh, it got you then, it's huh? Starting to get to me. Yeah, yikes! But it was. It was Harold. Yeah, that's it. You know what makes me mad? You know what makes me so angry? Remember that guy? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh. how much time do we have left? I'm getting ready to uh, hack up a lung. Move here. about four minutes. I hear it. That's that's, right. that's one of the lungs. <laughs> I can hear you coughing when you go mute there while you're trying to clear your throat. Yeah. So. Uh, well, what I what I had was a Ricola throat care cough drop. Oh. And I kind of swallowed it the wrong way. Oh, yeah. So, when you work on a live mic, sometimes that's a problem. Nothing like dying but, live on air. Well, you got to do the Navy SEAL thing. That's what I call it, the Navy SEAL thing. Oh. Shut up, man up. Suck it up. You can hang in there. Mm, push You right know people it. that sat in the bush that if they breathed funny or coughed would have been shot and killed. Mm, okay. Suck it up, dude. All right, that's what you tell yourself. But then if you get too vocal and animated on the mic, that just exacerbates the problem, which that did not, but I'm just saying for fun. Okay, where did I say I was going to go next? Because I had one more piece to go to. I got distracted. You were choking and dying over there, and I, I kind of lost track. <laughs> no, come on. What was it I wanted to go to after I got done with this? Oh, the, the, the genius guy. Yeah. You saw the story. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy built, and I'm going to use their own words against them, ghost guns, All right, and turned them in Oh yeah, that for guy. $500 gift cards yeah, yeah, to the tune of twenty one grand. Yeah, they 3D printed a bunch of, uh, a 3D bunch of ghosties. Printed. 
and they handed him. They were he was negotiating with the town. At the this is a gun buyback gun, hack. At the gun by the gun buyback hack, isn't that great? Absolutely. Let me see if I can. I don't recall where that was. It just popped in. I think I it was New York. It was uh, up in uh, up in New York State somewhere. It might have even been New York City. And New York City. New York City. And uh, oh, how it, great is that? He raked it in. New York City. Fox News. Here it is. I love this. I knew I texted this to myself. Man makes 21000 bucks selling 3D printed guns during New York Attorney General gun buyback program. Oh, Ingenious. Gotta love New York. He printed over 100 lower receivers and turned them into the police. I think something here's sim- the, here, similar happened in Houston also. Wouldn't doubt it at all. Mm-mm. I 3D printed a bunch of lower receivers and frames of different kinds of firearms. The man who would only identify himself as Ken told WKTV last week. He says he printed the gun parts on a $200 3D printer he received as a gift for Christmas and then made the six-hour drive to Utica, New York, where the Utica Police (laughs) Department was hosting a gun buyback program for the New York Attorney General's office. (laughs) And he sees the tote and says, how many firearms do you have? And I said, 110. (laughs) (laughs) I have 110. From there, Kem said, he spent the rest of the day negotiating with the AG's staff over how much the payment for the 3D parts would be. (laughs) I got to get this out. And it ended with the guy and a lady from the budget office finally coming around with $42,500 gift cards and counting them out in front of me. Oh, man, this guy. 21 grand. Isn't this brilliant? Oh, 21 grand in 500 gift cards. And when asked, he laughed off claims by the attorney general's office that the Utica gun buyback program was a quote-unquote huge success, arguing such programs do nothing to reduce crime. He said, I'm sure handing over 21000 in gift cards to some punk kid after getting a bunch of plastic junk was a rousing success. I mean, this guy was just, I'm a punk kid. I made a bunch of guns. They gave me $21,000 in gift cards. And they're calling it a success. He goes, yeah, to them, I guess it was a success. Gun buybacks are a fantastic way of showing, number one, that your policies don't work. And number two, you're creating perverse demand. You're causing people to show up to these events, and they actually don't reduce crime whatsoever. Now, the AG's office said it was shameful that this individual exploited a program that has successfully taken thousands of guns off the street to protect our communities from gun violence. We've partnered with local police throughout the state to recover more than 3,500 guns. And one individual's greedy behavior won't tarnish our work to promote public safety. We've adjusted our policies to see to it that doesn't happen again. I'd walk down the gun line and buy everything from everybody as I walked past them. Here's a card, here's a card, here's a card. (laughs) He's adjusted his lifestyle because you were too stupid and gave him 21000 bucks. Good for Cam. God bless you. Wouldn't you love to have him on the show? Oh, a round of applause. Kem, we love you. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We're going to get up and do it again tomorrow until we meet on the radio. Carry on, carry off, and carry absolutely everywhere. Never leave your cave without your club. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you on the radio. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. Uh